Kelly. We're, we're at Zine Fest and you're listening to Paper Cuts. Hi, I'm Colleen Atani and you're listening to Paper Cuts. So, Kelly and Colleen, thank you so much for taking some time out of the very busy Tallahassee Zine Fest to talk with me a little bit about what you've done here as the organizers. Um, for our listeners, can you kind of set the scene and let us know where we're at, why we're here, and uh, yeah, what's happening? Yeah, so we are at the Bark in Tallahassee, Florida, which is North Florida, and it is a vegan restaurant venue and a wonderful space that has allowed us for the second year in a row to host Tally Zine Fest. And it is busy. We are inside and outside. We took over the parking lot. Um, and yeah, lots of people looking at zines. Yes. And this is the second year for the Zine Fest? Yeah, this is our second year. It has grown a lot. Um, we started off at this location. We had 10, 10 tables. This year we have 44. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And where are people coming here from? Like, who are the tablers? So we have people coming in from out of town. Um, one of our returning zinesters goes by the name of Ghoul Graphics and is from Jacksonville. We also have Pete Short. Paul. Paul. Paul Short <laughs> is also here. Too many names. Sorry, from, Paul. From Gainesville. From Gainesville. What a kind person whose name I messed up. <laughs> No, uh, but a, a lot of local people, a um, couple people, like handful from out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, local artists include Clinton Sleeper, yeah. Shelley Comellis, um, Amy, Fleming. Amy Fleming, and then from Tampa we have Rye McCullough, yeah, who's right. a printmaker. Yes. So people are coming from quite a distance. How did you get the, the word out, and how did you invite people to ZineFest? Uh, well, earlier today, I've been made fun of for my lack of social media knowledge. We contracted that out to an actual millennial, which is important. Um, they know social media. Yeah, they know they know the social media much better than I do, for mm-hmm. sure. And that's our collaborator, Hope Riffy, yeah. who is a local printmaker yeah. and bookmaker, and they have really led the way with us yeah. in a way that we couldn't. <laughs> so much so yes so credit goes to them uh, yeah. so social media also sending emails asking people if they would like to attend seeing who else is involved in the zine communities regionally and nationally and trying to figure out um, how do we make this a hub for zine culture I, we, we were also um, Colleen and I are much better at the like physical flyers on you know we did the whole tape on the, the telephone poles I did one of the things that's really cool about this location is they have the small zine library over in the corner. Can you tell me a little bit about a little bit about the Tallahassee zine scene? The bagel zine is really good. Yeah, the, the zine library over here is really well stocked. Um, they have it's it's. I tell my students um, when I teach them, I do a zine project, and so I was like, go to the bark, go look at their zine library because it's great. I think it's a lot of people. I know Shaw, who's one of the owners of the bark. Um, I think he's he's pretty much responsible for the zine yeah. library. And he's a creative writer. Yeah. He's so there's a, this combination between writers and visual artists that kind of has this intersection here yeah. that I think is like really starting to bud um, in a cool way. And then last year we helped establish a zine library at 621 Gallery um, with donations from participants. 
And so that was really a cool way to continue to build out like a different location for where zines can exist and where can people access them. So trying to figure out accessibility points and how do you have that kind of woven throughout the community. And what are you two doing here in Tallahassee? Uh, well, we both came here for grad school, um, and so we're both in the fine arts department. Yeah, so we are masters of fine arts candidates. Candidates, yeah, candidates. it's official. Um, yeah, so we're here making work, um, artist books, zines. Mm-hmm. I make drawings. Kelly makes work about large sculptures. <laughs> right, right, now, right now, it's I'm I'm doing a lot of thinking <laughs> and making. Okay. <laughs> You say so. If you have any connections to Richard Sarah, please put, <laughs> reach out to no, Kelly Lorraine Hendrickson. Don't do that. I don't need to know. I don't need to know that. So, so you're both um, tabling here at Zine Fest as well. How closely, closely are the zines that you're showing tied to the work that you've been producing as grad students? So, I've had this relationship with objects in that. <laughs> I anthropomorphize them. So a lot of this has gone into the zines and books I make in a more playful way than some of the drawings that I'm making as this investigation with this relationship within space and these objects. Um, And I also do these ways of just kind of getting ideas on a page with this three-minute zine project that I do that's ongoing. It's usually through risograph printing, so that's where it kind of slows and having to change out the ink and everything. Um, But just like within three minutes, get my ideas on a page in a magic book format and then move on from it. So this way of just like generate work, do work. um, And I really related to what you were talking about the other day in that regard too. Mine maybe are... Maybe they're more related than I think they are, but like in academia, I, I do, I'm doing a lot of research, and um, this one, it is a different kind of research. A lot of my, my zines kind of focus on um, dating, and so I'm trying to standardize some, some like dating practices uh, for, you know, uh, OkCupid and Tinder. So those are, those are they're informative, informative zines, but uh, different, different research. Different type of research. Yeah. So, um, with everyone that's here now, who are you really excited about being here? That you were able to talk a little bit about how this whole thing has grown since the first year and new people coming in. But who's new to you that you're really jazzed about being here? Well, I can say we... um, So, my friend Chelsea is here um, from Asheville, and they uh, told me... They, uh, Paul Short was a visiting artist uh, at their school um, for a minute, and they got to chatting about Zine Fest and such. And so I reached out to Paul, um, and and we, we we gave him the smallest honorarium I've ever heard of, which was uh, a free ten dollar table. <laughs> and he he was cool enough to be jazzed about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we were really excited about everyone that came back. I think that's for sure. Um, anyone who, who was here last year and came back, uh, that's, that's awesome because that's like we're starting community then. That's what yeah. that means. Um, but yeah, people from out of town is great, especially the like little weird towns in Florida or in the panhandle specifically because we need to be more connected. So yeah. I know we're both excited about that. Um, I think there is... A returning tabler, Dungeon Maven, who oh, yeah. makes zines all about Dungeons and Dragons. I just bought all of her zines. Yeah. 
Yes, yes. I'm interested. Post-grad life is going to be learning how to play D&D. Um, but I know better than to invest in that in a semester where I should be finishing a thesis show. Um, yes, so they're returning tabler which is super exciting um, but also I was super happy that Ryan McCullough came up from Tampa because we've been kind of doing that social media thing you know where you like oh your work is like my work in some ways but not in others and how do we talk about this and what are these exchanges and um, I was really excited to see their work in person yeah. <laughs> yeah. so that makes you really wonder about like the larger zine scene throughout Florida and how Tallahassee can connect to that or do you see Tallahassee being really tied into it or a little bit separate the geography in Florida is a little bit wonky to me because so I it is really unfamiliar as to the lay of all the cities in the state I think we are getting like from central Florida up Right? Like, yeah. Florida, like, we're not getting people from Miami because geographically it's a nine-hour drive, and that's yeah. pretty outlandish for being in one state. Um, but I think this idea of, like, broadening our regional connections is something that we're interested in further pursuing and are trying to make those connections with the people who have come down from WCU and that type of network. But it's all emerging, yeah, like, we're going to have to write, like, a really serious mission statement after, we're going to have a big debrief after year number two, and, like, kind of, like, make a big list of, of initiatives that we really want, and I think one of those is definitely going to be kind of geography and, like, find, like, figuring out our, our sphere of people. Uh, from all the little weird Florida and South Carolina and Georgia and maybe even New Orleans that there's definitely yeah. New Orleans so you know it's a little it's a little far but yeah you know I feel like New Orleans has a huge DIY scene yeah. I would love to make that connection mm -hmm. so we gotta we gotta do some traveling we gotta do some chatting with some folks <laughs> yeah I know that might be really hard to think of because you're kind of in the middle of the second Zine Fest right now. Yeah. And you're also in, well, at the end of your graduate studies. So you're you're in the midst of a lot of shit to go through. Um, but how, how do you see Zine Fest continuing in the future here in Tallahassee? And where do you really see yourselves uh, connected to the city next year after you, after you are actual masters my short answer is we bought a domain name so we will live on um, well okay I'll do it I'm, I'm going to be physically here for the next year so um, I, I've kind of made that commitment to lead the charge um, and make sure this continues and, and like I, again I can't really guarantee after that year we're going to have to like usher in some some new folks we've already been kind of bringing some people into the fold and like being like okay you're like clearly an organizer we need you on board um let's let's kind of talk and they're going to be involved in in the further conversations and the debrief and that sort of thing and so we'll kind of hopefully the, the torch will be passed in the most graceful of ways and it will continue and i think the bark is really on board they want to continue on shaw's great um so there's like some people that are definitely in the community um, that that will keep this because this is a good thing. <laughs> well, that's really exciting to hear. Uh, well, Kelly and Colleen, again, thank you so much for taking some time out. I'll let you return to your tables. Okay. And I'm going to 
uh, bother some people to see if they want to talk to me as well. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, thank you so much, Christopher. This is exciting. Yes. Yeah, and thanks, so much fun. thanks for visiting. <laughs> Thanks for taking some time out from ZineFest to, to talk with me a little bit. Um, can you tell me, well, first of all, uh, how did you get the idea for Seether? Or what is Seether? Both those questions. Okay, so Seether Bookstore is a bookstore that exists online and as a pop-up bookstore. And it's we sell zines, used books, um, any kind of donated goods that artists or my friends make. Like right now we have slingshots. Um, and all the money I make gets put towards getting books for incarcerated um, LGBTQ and sex workers. And I came to that conclusion <laughs> about two years ago now. Um, when I was in my undergrad at FSU, I would do like work zine workshops in the community about like why zines are important and how self-publishing can help build communities and everything else and that was all great but I just felt like I wanted to be doing more um, and I had a lot of loved ones like in and out of the system and corresponding with them while they were in prison was always really complicated um, so I just kind of like merged my two forms of activism to make one thing that's really wonderful I'm glad you're doing this project um, and you're you went to school here in Tallahassee yeah. too, right? So how has it been coming back and bringing this project to Tallahassee to, to share it with people? Um, it's really great. I So Seether started in Tallahassee. I'm from Southwest Florida. I've lived in Florida my whole life up until like seven months ago. So being back, um, it feels like a lifetime ago, but at the same time, like it feels like I kind of never left. Like being at Zine Fest is like, I can't believe it's been a year since our last scene fest. Um, and I can't believe it's so successful. Like four of us were just like, we need a zine fest. Um, and now, yeah, here we are again. So. And you're in a grad program now? Yes, I'm going to grad school at Western Carolina University. And what are you studying? They don't make you decide. So I do like printmaking and video and a little bit of sculpture books for sure um, just whatever I feel like right now <laughs> so in your grad studies in your practice where do you see Seether located within that field it's a great question it's actually like one of my main questions right now that I'm trying to figure out like how my sort of like activism fits within my work um, as more than just like public art being like a pop-up thing um, so yeah, I'm, I'm working on that right now, trying to find like that voice in my work, because they're, they're kind of separate. Um, yeah. Do you feel, is it necessary for them to be separate? It's not necessary for them to be separate. I think like the, 
the one like common thread throughout Seether and my own practice is um, my concern with like the self and self-awareness and how we navigate throughout communities um, and when they become important and why. So I feel like there's a way for them to overlap more, but right now it's in my head. I don't know. <laughs> I just ask because it's, it's such an interesting time to be teasing out those questions while you're in grad school and probably making a lot of different things and trying to synthesize a few ideas. Um, so yeah, it's, it's good to kind of like hear from you how that's all sh shaping up. Um, but to get back to Seether, how frequently are you able to be donating funds or donating books? Uh, is, do you have like a schedule throughout the year? I don't have a schedule because um, it's not very consistent with when I get funds, um, just with the nature of we just exist like on Instagram and people buy books when they want to or prints when they want to. Um, but whenever I get like over $50 in the Seether bank account, um, I go to Swap Behind Bars, which is who I'm coordinating with right now. Um, and they have really wonderful like wish lists on Amazon. So and they're compiled by the prisoners themselves, so you know that you're getting books that they, they want and need, and you also know that they're not going to get like sent back to nowhere because they're on a banned book list or something. Um, so I would say, well, I know how many books I've donated so far. <laughs> I've gotten 25 books to prisoners, which like doesn't seem like a lot, but books are not the cheapest thing to send to people. Um, and I had a pretty slow start, but... Today's been really great, so. <laughs> so there's also the city that, you know, Zinefest is one way to have a public face and to interact with people. But how else are you spreading the word for Seether, or how else are you getting uh, your project out there in front of people? Well, it's a little bit tricky right now because I did just move to North Carolina, so I've been trying to, like, find the communities that already exist um, and kind of join forces with them rather than trying to be my own thing on the side. Um, like one person doing their own thing next to five other people that are doing the same thing is not as effective as just like sponging together. Um, so I've been working with some people in Asheville that are doing similar things and I've reached out to bookstores and like my area of Western North Carolina and where my university is to see if I could just do like a on a Saturday like come in with a bookshelf and just kind of set up in the front of their store or maybe like install a bookshelf and just have like zines on there and some information but right now it's very um, just word of mouth and Instagram <laughs> yeah so what's going to be coming up next for you after after this? After this, I'm going to go back to North Carolina um, and meet with a couple bookstores and figure out being more present in North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> well, for anyone listening to this, how can they find you and how can they uh, work with you and see their... So we have an Instagram. That handle is at Seether, S-E-E-T-H-E-R underscore bookstore. Um, and we have an email address, which is seetherbooks at gmail.com. And yeah, we accept donations all the time. We want all your stuff. <laughs> yes. Cool.
welcome so much for taking the time out to talk with me. I know Zine Fest is up next, so I want to keep you from your table for two hours. Thank you so much. I'm happy to do it. So